Hello and welcome back to The Wrap. This is our weekly look at the top stories in Central Ohio. Let's get right into it. I'm Doug Buchanan and I'm here with... Eleanor Kennedy. And... Dan Eaton. All right. Uh, Mark Simerson is on vacation. He'll be back uh, next week. But I guess we're going to have to start with... uh, probably one of the more popular stories of, of the week when that's uh, Urban Meyer. Uh, he always gets a lot of attention, but he is back in the news today for, I, I want to say he's getting into the restaurant business, but actually, let's be serious, it's more he's throwing his name into the restaurant business. Dan, you actually uh, got a preview of this, and uh, what do you think? You know, it's a nicer upscale sports bar. Yeah. So, any uh, memorabilia there? Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah, quite a bit. A lot of uh, quite a bit of Urban Meyer content. If that is something that interests you. Yeah. Uh, in addition to the food and drink, so it, it is uh, the the people behind it is Corso Ventures. Chris Corso, a long time name in this town. A lot of people know he got started with nightclubs. Yeah. And a few years ago, sort of transitioned out of that into restaurants with Forno. Pint House, Standard Hall, um, pretty much a, uh, several operations in the Short North. This right. was his first outside of the Short North. And so they took his Pint House name and paired it with Urban Meyer to create this new venture up in Dublin. And if, if I understand correctly, Urban Meyer is a fan of Forno, and so there's yep. a lot of the... The, uh, the origin story I've been told is that Forno is Urban's favorite restaurant in Columbus, okay. and he got to know Chris uh, Corso through that and just through eating the linguine and clams there, apparently, which yeah. is his, his favorite dish. So they say he and Corso you know, talked about you know, doing a branded restaurant right. up in Bridge Park. Which okay. we haven't said that yet. Yeah, that's it's true. Yeah, <laughs> it's in Bridge Park. Opens uh, just in time for uh, a co- another college football weekend. Taking the former Ram Brewery space. That's a big footprint there. It is. It's um, about eight thousand square feet. It's it's kind of a split level. If you've yeah. ever been to the Ram before, the bar is sort of lower. And then there's maybe seven eight steps up to like another dining room right. area. Uh, one of the interesting things, if you'd been to the Ram before, is that the brewery area where the tanks were. Yeah. All the tanks obviously have been cleared out, but that is now the private dining room. So they've okay. repurposed that And what space. is that dining room called, Dan? It's called the 7 and 0 <laughs> yeah. room. I, I don't I, know. I don't know what the seven and <laughs> well, is at all. You know, the, 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 they they beat you over the head with that seven and O <laughs> thing in there because I, I saw it's on the beer cans. So yes. There's a seven and O beer. Or yeah, what? the seven and O ale from Land Grant is exclusive to Urban Meyer's Pine House. The seven and O, of course, references his record, record against the University of Michigan. Right. I don't know if you saw this, but uh, I, I saw that the the one non Ohio State piece of memorabilia that I saw in there was a flamingo which apparently is Shelley's spirit animal. <laughs> and so there's a flamingo, uh, I don't know if it was crystal or, or something. It, it looked it, it looked kind of gold. Yeah, gold, okay, right. yeah. They were making a big deal about it on uh, the during 10 TV's live yeah. broadcast from there on uh, on Friday morning. Gotcha. So there, uh, there is, I will warn people, there are pictures of some of his successes at Florida, including one that, that came at the hands of, of Ohio, Ohio State. State. So yeah. there, are, there, is, there is some University of wow. Florida-related stuff okay. in there, too. That'll trigger some fans. Yeah. I'm going to stick with restaurants uh, for a second because Polaris is not trans... I mean, it's not replacing its food court, but it is adding more of a food hall a concept that uh, Cameron Mitchell is doing. Mm-hmm. And the... Chris Corso, actually. It's a nice transition. Oh, that's right. Chris Corso owns the... That, uh, tra- that should have been the transition. The short We can go back hall. in and edit this. Uh, it's but... ruining the podcast. <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, so Food Hall is Chris Corso's thing, uh, and Polaris is getting in the act. Polaris is adding a couple of new stalls to the um, to their current Food Hall. In addition to, there's going to be an overall remodel uh, of the space.
space, but part of this, the, the, the newsy part is that they're adding two spaces that they're looking to recruit, you know, a rotating series of, of local chefs, you yeah. know, food truck people who want to maybe operate in a, in a space, people that just want to try out an idea, maybe existing chefs that want to do something outside of their own yeah. restaurant. You know, if you're a sit down place, maybe you want to maybe have kind of a, a fast casual type idea. So, so those are the type of, of, tenants that they're they're looking for and and the goal is just more local people that's that's what shoppers are responding to uh, particularly with food yeah it's just that local component they don't you know there's less uh, a desire for so sort of the bland bourbon chicken or kind of asian generic asian food oh yeah yeah uh, that that's in the food court thought it was really interesting was that this year or last year when they added the daily growler uh, last year. That was last it, yeah, year that they opened been, that. So there's a bar. If you didn't know, there's a bar in the yeah. Claire's food court now. Yeah, which, uh, you know, again, if, if you're getting dragged to a mall, uh, not that there's anything wrong with malls, <laughs> but, but I'm saying for people who may be reluctant to go, can uh, sit down and uh, and have a pint, <clears throat> excuse me, at the Daily Growler. Uh, I was in What's for Donor, if I remember. I, was, I, 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 was I still I, don't know. That. But this is where we need Carrie <laughs> with her German. Oh, well. Dooner. <clears throat> Dooner, yes. yeah. Almost that's positive it's not Dooner. Because <laughs> it's got the, uh, the, the umlaut. Yeah. 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 Anyway, that's another local say, operation. How do you say it, umlaut over an O? I, I don't know. Like, people yeah. should call in. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We'll, uh, we'll, we'll get back to that uh, ne- next week. Uh, before we get to the final serious thing, uh, Top Golf uh, may be getting some competition. This is one of those stories that I think we could probably take bets on if this ever actually happens. But a startup called Encore is developing a top golf like facility in Buffalo, and they said that uh, they were looking at other markets, and they think Columbus is a promising one. Now they do have money, right? I mean that that's not an issue uh, because they're a successful operator of something up there. Yeah, it's it's it seems to be a, a, a developer. Uh, construction company, and I believe Encore is an existing business that does golf-related technology. Okay. It sounds okay. like they've conceived this top golf-like Although, golfing concept. <laughs> to be fair, yeah. they say this is not like top golf. <laughs> this yeah. multi-level. <laughs> Yeah. Technology enabled, right? With yes. golf course, with uh, food and drink. I thought yes. that was kind of a funny quote. Yeah. <laughs> they, uh, and, and there are, yeah, I guess the, the the concept includes other sports. They haven't exactly said what they would do, but but there would be more sort of game simulation things for right. other sports, not just a three story open air competitive uh, driving range. Right. Yeah, they also alluded to like a big board that would display mm-hmm. some information, which is a, does seem like a little bit. Beyond yeah. what Top Golf offers, but and a hotel, they're doing a hotel yes. up there. So. Yeah, but again, yeah. that they have this kind of district in Buffalo already, I think. So right, who knows yeah, if yeah. All the pieces of that would go elsewhere with yeah. them. Now, since since we did our story last Friday on it, uh, it piggybacked on our on our sister paper uh, Buffalo, uh, to be frank. Yeah, but um, we did. One of the owners did get back to us. And uh, did say they are very serious about Columbus, although there was no further details at this time. Sure. Yeah, the other sports under consideration were indoor surfing, skateboarding, snowboarding. I mean, honestly, it kind of felt like the, uh, I think, late great planet oasis proposal <laughs> of uh, just throwing every imaginable sport into a facility and uh, and seeing what sticks. But, you know, who knows? Um, we'll, have to, we'll have to see. Well, that, I'll be that eating that our words when we... Uh... Yeah. Indoor surf at this facility. <laughs> right, yeah. Three yeah. years from now. I mean, that well, we'll seems see. cool. 
All right, the last story, and probably the actual newsiest uh, of them is... How dare you? Yeah, all of this is news. (laughs) $32 million for uh, Bold Penguin, an insurance tech provider. You know, obviously very, very good on the, uh, you know, VC scene to have this much come in. Did you get an answer on what the... I did, I did. Okay, so we were just discussing before if we could remember the origin story of where the name Bold Penguin comes from. So the founder, Ilya Bodner, who just last night we honored at our our C-Speed Awards and was also 40 under 40 this year, he, from watching nature documentaries, would notice that there were a lot of penguins around the hole in the ice, worried if there was a seal or a polar bear in the hole. But there had to be one bold penguin uh, who would jump in and either get eaten or get the best fish. (laughs) (laughs) So I guess that best fish thing is the one thing. I feel like I would call the company like sacrificial lamb then. (laughs) situation but anyways that is why they are called bold penguin okay well then they are you know uh, a bold innovative uh, insurance tech company i thought one of the interesting things about this is 32 million dollars was only the third largest vc raised this year in columbus which if you've been around for a while is a pretty remarkable statement considering that we had trouble getting vcs interested in anything in columbus for a long time but uh, 55 million for beam dental this year which actually is also an insurance company and then 350 million dollars for for root insurance so uh, the you know the Columbus uh, VC scene and it's all related around insurance yeah insure tech that seems to be the thing uh, so good for Ilya and uh, and bold penguin I do want to say that. one more thing about the name bold penguin at least for a tech company name all the words are spelled the way that you would spell them <laughs> and there's true. no unusual capitalization <laughs> yeah. so I no applaud them points, for uh, choosing bold yeah. penguin they, they very well could have gone with the exclamation yes and, or uh, like bold with All. like a number one instead of the L or something. <laughs> right. Yes. <laughs> and certainly all caps in bold. And, and then all lowercase penguins. Right. With an umlaut over the... Uh, yes, <laughs> that's what I was thinking. Bold I was thinking, where, where, is the, where does the umlaut go? <laughs> right. All right. Well, that's it for this week. We will be back next week and we will see you then.